When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, We've had a great week here at Sustainable Success. We've had some great feedback from people coming in from the guests that we've had over the last few weeks. Uh, One of them being Jason McCann, CEO of Veridesk, which uh, you can check out that on on demand. That was from July 26th. Again, you can uh, retrieve that from the uh, Voice America Influencer Channel at Sustainable Success or our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you by Influential People Magazine, and we are fortunate enough here at Sustainable Success to be teaming up with Influential People Magazine to offer some special branding and uh, programs to help those that are looking to become more influential as an expert in their area of expertise. And if you'd like some more information, you can contact us at 203 733-8469. That again is 203-733-8469. Or check out Influential People Magazine at InfluentialPeopleMagazine, one word, dot com. Today we're going to be talking about a topic called Turn Your Idea into a Thriving Business. Every company starts with one idea, that one passion that keeps you up at night, gets you up in the morning, and drives you to create something bigger than yourself. Turning an idea into a thriving business requires more than just passion. You will need to think big, take risks, and be able to step back and recognize game-changing ideas that may be in front of you. Learn how to understand these new breakthroughs that we're going to be talking to today with our guest expert, Scott Duffy, and also his new book that was just released, Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments that Spark success. And that is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And before I introduce Scott, I want to give a little bit of background about Scott. Scott is the founder of SD Media Holdings. He began his career working for best-selling author and speaker Tony Robbins and went on to work for several small businesses that became big media brands like CBS Sportsline, NBC Internet, and FoxSports.com. Next, he founded Smart Charter, an online booking tool for private aviation, which was acquired by Richard Branson's Virgin Group. I love it, Scott, because I came from that segment myself, private aviation. Scott, today, Scott is a champion for entrepreneurship. He has been listed as a top 10 keynote speaker by Entrepreneur Magazine. He has spoken at the New York Stock Exchange and provided commentary in numerous media outlets, including CNBC, Fox News, and CBS Radio. He is the co-host of Business and Burgers and best-selling author of Breakthrough, a roadmap for building great companies. Without further ado, we'd like to introduce Scott Duffy to the show. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Doing great. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And, you know, I love the uh, book and all the traction that that you're gaining with uh, since its release. And, you know, today, you know, a lot of our listeners today are, you know, entrepreneurs, some of them serial entrepreneurs, but always looking to really take their business and also their lifestyle to another level and always seeking those new ideas. And, 
you know, you know, obviously Breakthrough is that type of book and that really provides that cutting edge information to provide insight. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, what went into the background of you putting this book together? What was the purpose for the book itself and what do you wanted to do with it to make a, a difference? Well, um, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, I'm such a big fan and um, I, I feel honored to be here. Um, you know, when I wrote Breakthrough, it, it was interesting because it came out of my, my last book, Launch. And Launch was really a roadmap for entrepreneurs to take their ideas to market. And so I, I, I shared with them a, a step-by-step approach for doing that. But then what happened after I re- released the book is that people would come up to me and they'd say, hey, look, Scott, you know, I, I read the book. I've seen you on stage. Like, I go to your programs and all that kind of stuff. And I've launched. But what do I do next? And so in Breakthrough, we not only teach you how to take your idea to market, but once it's there, how do you grow it, scale it, and position it for sale? And really, that was, you know, that's the genesis of the book. Wow. That's great. And so, like, if, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, you know, let's say, for instance, there are, we have some people that are looking to start new businesses. And let's say they have an idea and they just don't know how to go about putting everything together. You know, a lot of times they're going to have a lot of people saying, ah, that's not going to work. And or, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of things you have to do in order to get that going. What would you suggest to somebody, you know, that has an idea, but maybe has maybe has gotten some pullback from other people about it? Well, I think that the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make when they have that idea is well, there's really two things. The first is. They fail to get started, and they fail to get started because they think that they need to have every single thing in place before they jump in. You know, the perfect plan, the perfect team, all the capital lined up. But one of the things that I've learned working around some amazing entrepreneurs like our Richard Branson or Tony Robbins or Chris Kitsi over there at, at Zoom or Ross is, is these guys have learned how to – guys and gals have learned how to – basically figure out what it is that they need, all the resources that they need each and every step of the way. And what they do is focus on acquiring those things. They never wait. They get started. They also really understand the difference between having resources and being resourceful. And they're incredibly resourceful people. The second mistake that I see people make is that when they jump in, they decide to do every single thing at once. And what I tell them is this, don't focus on everything, focus on one thing. And the biggest, you know, the, the metaphor that I use for, the, for this, I, I, just, I call this hammers and nail syndrome. And here's what I mean. If I were to give you one hammer and one nail, and your job's simple, all you have to do is bring that hammer back and drive that nail into a piece of wood. Like really nail that one business. Now, the odds are you may miss the first time, you may miss the second time, you may miss the third, but eventually I'm going to bet on you. I'm going to bet that you're going to nail it. So let's say I give you two hammers and two nails. You got a problem. By the way, they're they're blowing the leaves outside of my office here. So (laughs) (laughs) no worries. (laughs) (laughs) I give you two hammers and two nails. You got a problem. Who's going to hold the nails? Let's say you take both hammers, right? You got one in each hand. You bring them both back at the same time and you strike. Think about how clumsy that is. And the odds are you're going to miss the first time, the second, the third. You may never get it right. Now let's say give you ten hammers and ten nails. You get the point. So again, the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make is they focus on everything at one time. So what I say is this, don't focus on everything, focus on one thing. And it shouldn't be the hardest, it should be the simplest, what I call the minimum viable product. Get that into the market as fast as you can 
and get feedback. And then once you do decide what to build next. That makes sense, makes sense, guy. I mean, I think a lot of times we think that we have to handle so many things at once, like multitasking is the way to go. And, 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 and actually, you know, in reality, it works against you. And when you can be focused, laser focused on one thing and taking one step at a time, being in that moment, in this case, you know, getting something out there to at least get some feedback from the market before moving forward. And, you know, a lot of times they, you know, entrepreneurs want to get everything all done at once. And then if there's a mistake or something, you know, doesn't work, then obviously they've spent a lot of time and money and they got to go back and redo it. And then, or they get frustrated and, and just stop doing it. So in terms of that, what would you suggest? I mean, obviously they got to take one step at a time, but let's say for instance, Talk about the mindset a little bit more about this, you know, in, in approaching something when you have an idea. What would be the, you know, the, the type of uh, the uh, process that you would recommend to get into the right mindset in order to take an idea to the next level? Well, I think that um, what happens with entrepreneurs is they tend to focus on what's right in front of them. And, and I think that with regard to mindset, what's important is that we start with that, that big vision where it is that we want to go. And we keep our eyes up and we stay focused on that vision, not just everything that's right in front of us. So I'll give you an example. So I, I'm a, um, I love race car driving. I love watching racing and all that kind of stuff. And you know, a couple of years ago, I decided that I wanted to learn how to drive a race car. So I went to a track and I, we hired a person and I went and I, I spent a day like doing this, this thing. It was really fun. But I think I learned more about business that day than I did anything else. And, and here's how it started. I was, um, I was uh, when, when you get in the car, you get all strapped up. I was in a Ferrari Modena. It was amazing. So oh, I'm beautiful. in the car, I'm all strapped up. Yeah. And, and the instructor is in the seat next to you. And they're, they're kind of sitting at an angle, and they keep their hands up. And their hand is barely touching. It's like open, barely touching the steering wheel. And the reason is, if you're driving along, if they see you need to course correct, they can make these really minor tweaks and adjustments on the wheel, and you're so focused on the road, you don't even realize that hand's there. But the first thing that they tell you before you get started is this. They tell you to keep your eyes up and on the horizon. Focus on where it is that you want to go down the road. Now, here's the thing. When you start driving, and you're going 5 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, that's not hard to do. But the thing is, the faster you go, right, the faster life comes at you, the faster your business moves, what happens is you start to have all kinds of things that are shot at you coming your way. And what most people do is they take their eyes off the horizon where they want to go, and they start to focus on the things that are right in front of them. Like if you're, if you're a race car driver, what that means is you literally, your eyes drop, and you're focused on what is right in front of your hood like right over the edge of your hood. So what you see is every bump in the road, every drop of water, every pebble. And you start to make all these really quick, fast, jerky adjustments. You do the same thing in your business. And here's the thing. When you're going five miles an hour, well, those sharp, quick, jerky adjustments, they don't mean anything. But when you're going 150 miles an hour, that quick movement can take you right into the wall. So then what you learn is the second lesson of the day. And the second lesson related to mindset is this, is learning how to crash. And you see, you know, what happened, and the way they teach you is this. The way they teach you is you're cruising along in your car, and you, feel, you start to feel comfortable, and they sense that. 
And as soon as they do, they put their hand up and they grab the wheel and they tug. It's crazy. And they don't tug hard, but man, it is the most out of control feeling. The thing is in life and business, when you start to feel out of control, what's the first thing that you do? The first thing you do is you focus on the thing that you fear most. And when you're a race car driver, that thing is the wall. And so what happens is in that moment, your eyes instantly look over to the wall, which pulls your head, which turns your shoulder, which turns your hands and takes you towards a crash. So the instructor only has one job and their job is simple. It's this. As soon as they tug, immediately they put their hand on your helmet. The helmet, the part of your helmet that's like starting to look that way towards the wall. And that little bit of pressure, what it does is it gets you to make your eyes immediately, reactively, instinctively go right towards the track. And when they go towards the track, it pulls your head, which pulls your shoulder the other way, which turns your other way, your hands the other way, and takes you out of a crash. And so the key is in the lesson is as an entrepreneur to always keep your eyes up and on the horizon, no matter what life throws at you. Stay focused on where it is you want to go, and that way you're able to make slow and graceful movement and move towards your goal. And that makes sense because you said like even at any pace, you know, you might not notice it when things are going slow, but when things start to really pick up, that's where you can get derailed. And this way, like you said, keeping focused on that rising, knowing where you're going will keep you, you know, on pace and be able to avoid some of these obstacles, like in this case, in the car with the wall. That is so true. And that is a great uh, analogy, so to speak. I mean, using that story you know, and I really, I kind of like, I felt like I was in the race car when you were talking about it while you were doing it and, and adjusting my head while I was looking. So that, that was a great story. So talk about a little bit about, you know, this, you know, th- what you just talked about and, you know, in a situation where let's say there's somebody has a business and they're, they, they're going to, they, they're seeing some, uh, you know, uh, some roadblocks coming up or some obstacles, Talk about that, how that would apply in that situation. If we can use like a, an actual story that you may know or, or something along those lines. So when there's roadblocks and there's obstacles and like things aren't working out in your business or you're up against a whole bunch, is this, is this what you're asking? Yes. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting because I, you know, I mean, that's the thing is it's like being an entrepreneur, right? It's like riding on a roller coaster, you wake up in the morning and you look at your phone and you see that the big deal you've been working on has been signed. And you take a shower and you get to your desk and you look at your phone and you see in your email that the deal fell through. And then two hours later, you look at your phone and guess what? The big deal was signed. And then two hours later, it fell through. Now, that may not just happen with a deal, but you get the point. You know, yes. Being an entrepreneur, what we have to learn how to do is deal with these ups and downs right, of entrepreneur, these things that, 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 that hit us each and every day and, and it can affect us. And, and here's how I look at it. I think our brains are just like Google. I think that just like Google, whatever question you ask, you're going to get an answer. And here's the thing. You know, whenever anything happens to us, our brain instantly asks two questions. The first question is, what does this mean? And the second is, what do I do, right? And, and what, what tends to happen is, when something happens to us and it's not working, like the deal falls through, we start to ask ourselves questions instinctively. We've programmed ourselves to do this. Like, you know, why does this stuff always happen to me? Why can't I close a sale? 
Why are things not working out? And what happens, you know, why do I suck? <laughs> and what happens is our Google brains come up with an answer for each one of those questions. So, for example, if you did this right now, like I've done this, if you type into Google, why do I suck? Google comes up with like 6.7 million answers immediately. And guess what? So does your brain. And what that does is it takes you into this endless loop of feeling terrible and asking more disempowering questions. And the way you feel is going to determine how you behave, and behave, the way you behave is going to determine the results that you get. And so what we have to do is become exceptional. And by the way, this is the difference that makes the difference between a person like a Tony Robbins or a Richard Branson or an Elon, Elon Musk and everybody else, is they learn to take anything that comes at them and they just they do one thing. They ask a better question. And so if something doesn't work out for me, instead of asking myself, why do I suck? I ask myself, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this this morning that I can apply immediately to get the result that I want later today? You know, how can I actually take this in and actually enjoy the process of figuring out how to get it right? Like when you ask yourself a better question, and it may seem, seem totally silly in the morning, what you're going to do is get 6.7 million answers from your Google-like brain that will make you feel different and start asking yourself different questions. And the questions you ask determine how you feel, and how you feel will determine how you'll behave. And how you behave will now get you to the result that you're looking for in your life and in your business. Does that make sense? It makes sense, Scott, because like you said, you're, you're, you know, it's your attitude and how you can change it with the way you think and how you approach it. I mean, you could either, like you said, you can look at it in a negative way and you're going to get negative answers or negative responses that Google or your brain will provide to you. And obviously that's going to work against you. So it's either, are you working, you know, closer to getting to the solution or are you working in the problem? And, and like you said, there's always going to be setbacks. So having that, you know, that right mindset and, and how you ask internally those questions will dictate how you can learn from it and then overcome the problem or obstacle to get into the solution. We're going to be going to break, uh, Scott, here in less than a minute, but I wanted to sum up just a little bit about you know what we just talked about and just kind of like some of the main points that from what we just discussed here in the first segment of the show that the listener should take away from this. Most important thing, uh, the things I'd say to focus on are, are, are number one, you know, dream big. It doesn't matter how big the vision if you have the right mindset, the right resources, you put the right resources around you, you can achieve virtually anything that you dream. But how do you get started? You get started by focusing on one hammer and one nail, right? Just nail one thing. One thing first doesn't have to be the hardest, should be the easiest, move on to the next. And finally, no matter what life throws at you during this process, keep your eyes up and on the horizon. Stay focused on where you want to go by asking yourself a better question. And that way, you'll get where you want to go further faster, and with far less capital than you ever imagined. And you're listening to the Scott Duffy, uh, the author of Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments that Spark Success, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. 
The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. You were here again with Scott Duffy, the author of Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments to Spark Success. If you're just joining us, Scott was sharing some of the insights from his book. And again, some of the secrets of, you know, staying focused, you know, doing one thing at a time when it comes to turning an idea into the uh, taking your business to the next level. Scott, when you know when I was reading through Breakthrough, you know you share the the experiences of top innovators and entrepreneurs in, in in the business. Wanted to find out, and especially for the listeners, what was the common thread among those innovators and entrepreneurs? Well, it's really interesting because I've been studying this question, you know, for the past close to thirty years. Ever ever since you know I, I started my career working for Jim Rohn and and, and Tony Robbins and. Um, you know, I found that over time, the answer to that question has changed. Um, and so I was really interested in this journey to figure out what it, what it was. And so, you know, I, in the, the past couple of years while writing this book, have, you know, met with everyone from, from Damon John to Gary Vaynerchuk to Nicole Arbor, you know, to Sarah Blakely to, you know, again, some of the top innovators and entrepreneurs in the world. And, and I'm constantly trying to figure out, is it, what is it, what is it that, is the difference that's making the difference with these people that separates somebody like a Richard Branson, you know, from, or Gary Vaynerchuk, from, from everybody else in their field. And it's really interesting because I, I guess the answer just surprised me. What I found is these people are absolutely, totally, obsessively, just crazy, out of their minds committed and passionate to one thing, and it's this, learning. 
That's it. Wow. And the reason is simple. The reason is that things move so fast. That, you know, it used to be that you know, time moved relatively slow. And in business, innovation happened relatively slowly, right? I mean, it really happened in kind of a linear fashion. As a big company, you know, you had every advantage. The cost of being an entrepreneur and innovating was typically too high for most people. But technology lowered the playing field, right? So change happened in a really linear fashion because there's no competition. But today... Change doesn't occur linearly. It happens exponentially, and we all know this. You know, a couple examples. Um, you know, if, if, if you were in the last year's college graduating class, the college graduating class in the United States in 2017, the top 10 jobs that those graduates applied for last year did not exist 10 years ago. And think about it this way. You know, 100 years ago, right? 100 years ago in... in you know, 1918, the average man, the average male in the United States lived to be about 49 years old. That's it. 49 years old. I'm 48. That freaks me out. And so, you know, maybe back then it was good enough to be good at one thing. That's all you had to do to excel. And then, you know, uh, because our lives are so short. But today, that's not the case. We live longer and change hap- happens exponentially. And so what I'm here to tell you today is what I'm here today to tell you is that whatever it is that you excelled at, like that one thing that was your thing, it was your silver bullet, it was the one thing that you could always go back to in business because you did, like that was your thing, you did it so well, you could always rely on it, you could always count on it. Like that one thing, your superhero power five years ago is your baggage today. And that is what the top people understand. And that is why we, as entrepreneurs, have to constantly be innovating ourselves and creating breakthroughs each and every day. And, and like and what you just talked about, again, it's like a process, right? It, it's, it's ongoing. Learning is ongoing. And just like you said, exponentially, you know, technology is e- even the playing field. And there's innovations, you know, that, that happen at, at lightning fast speed. It's not like where it took a you know a long time to perfect. And so talk a little bit about that process again. You know, talk about the learning and then anything else that goes into that process as it applies to, say, you know, somebody right now listening that's got this great idea, but, you know, is looking to, you know, doesn't know where to go with it. Well, the most important thing is to, you know, there's two ways to learn, right? There's trial and error, which costs valuable time and money, and there's modeling, where you find people out there that are already producing the results that you want. Find out what they're doing, you know, their, what's their belief system, what are their strategies, what's the syntax or order in which they do things, do the same things to produce the same results. The most important thing that, that we need to do today when we're launching is, number one, we have to have our vision, a very clear vision for where we want to go. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we need to find people out there that are producing the exact same results in a specific area as we are. Right? This is really important. The exact same results as we want in a particular area. There's one thing I've learned um, as, as an entrepreneur, it's this, is that uh, no one is afraid to give you um, their thoughts on any matter that you ask about. But there's two types of thoughts that come at you. One is opinion and one is counsel opinion comes from people that may love you, may care about you, may have all the best intentions, but they don't have any direct experience in that specific area. Counsel comes from people that have actually already walked in the shoes that you want to walk in. They've been in it. 
They've lived it. They have direct experience from it. So what they share from you, that's what I want to know, is I want to get counsel. So it's really important to, number one, have a very clear vision of where we want to go. Number two, find people out there getting the exact results that we want and seek counsel and not opinion. You know, and, and I'll tell you, it, 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 these things are really subtle. I mean, I, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, um, I decided that I wanted to get back in shape, in a certain kind of shape. And, and so what I did is I entered, I mean, like crazy as it sounds, I entered a men's physique competition, right? So like going on stage with board shorts, trying to cut my body up, you know, and really use that as a, as a challenge to get myself in shape and develop new habits. And, and so when I, I did it, you know, the first thing I did was I created the vision and I cut out pictures. I put my head on them, like the whole thing. I'm like, this is what I want to look like. <laughs> and then what I did is I reached out to a friend of mine. And my buddy, you know, he's former Mr. Universe. Like, he is the number one bodybuilder, not physique guy, bodybuilder um, in, in, you know, in the world, in his category. And so I, I reached out to my buddy, and I, I didn't have a lot of time to train with him because he was in a different city. But um, he created a general training program for me. You know, I'm really not knowing a whole lot about what my goals were. And he did, and I followed him. He's my, he's my buddy. He's my friend. And, and, and the thing is, I was really getting in shape. But my shape wasn't looking the way I wanted to for this specific competition. It didn't match the picture. And so I, I ended up being in the competition. I actually got third place for in, like the old guys category, right? Everybody was probably on a cane getting up there, you know, except for me, right? The old guys. <laughs> but anyway, I, I placed in the competition, and, but my body wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. And so I decided that I was going to compete again. But this time, I changed it up, and I said, I want to find somebody that has competed in the exact same competition I'm going to enter, in the exact same age group that I'm going to enter, in the exact same time of year that I'm going to compete, that got the exact same result that I want. And I found the person. And I sat down with them, and I said, I want you to train me. And they said, show me what your diet was and show me what your training schedule was. And I showed it. And the person said, oh, this is simple. You were trained by a bodybuilder, weren't you? I said, yeah, I was trained by number one in the world. I said, well, I'm a physique guy and I'm number one in this age category. What would you do? I would actually have you do the exact opposite of a lot of, stuff, of this stuff in order to get the physique that you're looking for versus that physique. And I was like, wow. I mean, we have to be so incredibly intentional about whose counsel we seek and make sure it is perfectly in line with the result that we want to get. You, you made a great point there, Scott, because, again, you know, like when you talked about this particular goal, you know, that with this bodybuilding or this competition, I mean, you had a bodybuilder and then you had a physique guy. And a lot of times people may look at that and say, well, hey, they're the same, right? But, but, the, exactly. but the habits and disciplines for each of them are, are different, and, and the results are going to be different, even though t when you look at it from a macro level, they can look like the same thing. But you are so right that those, your intentions have to align with the right procedures or processes to make that happen, what you just talked about. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that, that's so key. And um, so, you know, again, you know, when we when we correlate that to business now, you know, because I think I love the stories you've used now with, with the physique, the race car, you know, again, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, again, in a, in a maybe a, a situation that you're familiar with, a business that you personally had or someone that you've interviewed 
where you applied what you just talked about to a business. And let's hear about that. That would be very interesting to, to the listeners. Well, I, I think that, you know, the key is if, you know, if you want to build, think of it this way. Yep. If you want to build a, um, let's, let's pick a business. I'm looking at my desk. Um, okay, so headphones. If you want to build a headphones business and you want to build a $1 million a year, a, a business that does a $1 million in gross sales a year is a headphone business then what you need to do is seek out people that have already built $1 million per year headphone businesses and make these people your models. You have to find out what are, you know, what are their beliefs? You know, what do they believe about the market? What do they believe about the product? What do they believe about the company? Like, what are their beliefs, number one? What are the systems and the strategies that they use? What worked and what didn't work? What is the syntax or order in which they do things? You know, it's like baking a cake. Um, you know, it's not just enough to do things. You have to do things in the right order or the whole business falls down in itself. I'll give you a quick example. You know, I, I believe that in order to launch anything or take an idea to market successfully, we have to do this in this order. You focus on you, then the team, and on top of the team, you put together a plan, and on top of the plan, you figure out how you're going you're gonna to finance it. You're going you're gonna pay, to pay for this stuff, even if it's bootstrapping every step of the way. On top of that, you layer your product, your, your core technology. On top of that, your product, your service. On top of that, your distribution. On top of that, your marketing. On top of that, your sales. And on top of that, your service. Here's the thing. You have to build those things in that sequence. And if you don't, here's what happens. Let's say I build a website, right, to sell my headphones, and that's my technology. And, um, and, and what happens is I go out and I start to market right away and invest a lot in marketing Everybody comes to the website, but the technology didn't work. The website crashes, and you lose all credibility. You you lose those customers. Or you go and you sell like crazy, but the product isn't ready, and so you put out a product that doesn't work. You lose those customers. So you have to do these things each and every step of the way. So it's important to find people that have gotten the exact result that you want in your business and make sure to model what they do. And, and, and as part of that, model the syntax or the order in which they did things. Yeah, just like hey, you mentioned before, modeling that. Yeah, and and absolutely, I totally agree. You know, because I think again, it's like what you're saying is that you're not reinventing the wheel, but you're you're taking something that you know may, has been done, but making it better or or applying it to something maybe a different situation type of thing. You know, addresses another need or or a problem, so to speak. So that's that's uh, that, that's very interesting. I wanted to find out, um, you know, with, with breakthrough, like when we when when you talk about breakthrough, like what would that mean to someone? That aha moment. I know it, it could be different for different people, but like, what would you, you know, with the breakthrough? What would that feeling be like when somebody knows that they're having a breakthrough? Well, you know, I think that kind of in our life we have these aha moments, and there are those moments where like there's the the kind of the, 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 the lack of understanding of how to do something. Like you've got your vision, there's this lack of understanding of how to do something. And then there's this moment that happens where you figure out how to do it, right? You figure out how to get things done. It's like that goosebump moment that you have. And in business, I think that, you know, what happens is we have, the harder we push and the more we push, the more strategic we are. We have these aha moments. And, and they may not make sense the moment that they happen like how they fit in your business. But they're like puzzle pieces 
And over time, you assemble these aha moments into kind of into that, into that puzzle, and you have that breakthrough. And that breakthrough is the thing that really propels you and drives you forward, or the understanding of how to really propel and drive you forward. And so I think it's important for people in business to constantly be, um, be, be you know, pushing themselves to create those breakthroughs. And, and one of the simplest ways to do it is just to keep asking yourself why. You know, why is it that you do everything that you do? You know, why am I doing something in my business? I got, I got, I got a, you know, just a real quick story. A friend of mine, um, uh, I mean, Jeff Hoffman, he started a company called Priceline.com. Most of us have used Priceline to book our yeah. air travel. And, you know, it's an $88 billion business. And Jeff and I both have, have young daughters. And so when we get together, we, we always connect on how our, how our girls are doing. And he told me the story about his five-year-old daughter. And for those of you who have kids or those of you five years old, that's the why phase. That's where the kids ask why about every single thing that you do. So Jeff one day decides to take his daughter to work. He puts her in the back of the car. She gets all strapped in. He turns the thing on. And first thing she says is, Dad. She says, Dad, what's, that, what's the name of that piece of plastic, that black piece of plastic? It's there kind of on the door between the window in the front and the window of the back of the car. Every car has the same thing. What, what do you call that, that, that piece of plastic? And he says, honey, I don't know. And she said, why? And he said, I don't know. She said, why? He said, I don't know. I don't know why. And she just kept going on and on and on, <laughs> asking him why. And eventually he got so frustrated. He said, honey, I don't think that there's a name for that piece of plastic. And she said, well, dad, well, if it doesn't have a name, how do they know what to call it if they need to order more? How's that for a five-year-old? There you go. There you and go. he started to laugh, and he started to drive on. So next, you know, he's on the road, and she says, Dad, and he says, why? He says, how do they make carpet? And he goes, I don't know. And she said, why? He says, I don't know why. So she keeps doing this all the way to the office. They get to the office. They walk through the lobby. They get into his office and sit down. She says, Dad, what are those two big machines when we walk into the office in the lobby? What are those things called? And he said, I don't know. And she said, why? He said, I don't know. And then he starts to ask himself, wait, why is it that I don't know? So he calls his office manager. He says, what are those things? The person says, I don't know. And he says, why? And they go down this line. Finally, the office manager says, you know what? Give me a day and I'm going to figure out what those things are. So here's what he does. He goes around and he asks everybody on the floor. Nobody knows what those things are. So he sends out an email to everybody in the company. Nobody knows what those things are. Later in the day, he comes back. And he says, Mr. Hoffman, he says, I got good news and bad news. He said, the good news is we know what those things are. They're, they're paper collators. And he said, and we can get those, those things picked up today. He said, the bad news is we've been leasing those for the last seven years, and nobody understands why. <laughs> and, and, and those are up in you. She just, she just saved the company a lot of money. <laughs> or, 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 Hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> but but well, here's the thing. Yeah. Everybody looked at those things and they thought they were institutional. They thought that just because they were there, they were so important that nobody asked why. So what yeah. Jeff did the next day is he instituted something brilliant. He had his daughter in on a Friday. And so he instituted something in his company. It's called Five-Year-Old Friday. And the yeah. purpose of Five-Year-Old Friday is to question every single thing in the business. Ask yourself why you're doing this or that. And that 
is what leads to the biggest break. Uh, that, that, is, that is, I love that story. We, uh, Scott, we got to go to break, but I love that. And I want to bring that back up when we come back to the break just to kind of re, you know, reemphasize that again, how important that is. Again, you're listening to the Scott Duffy uh, Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments that Spark Success. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Again, we're here with Scott Duffy, his new book, Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments that Spark Success. Again, you can pick it up at Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Scott, when we had left off you, I mean, you were telling a compelling story about Jeff Hoffman's daughter, you know, five years old and, you know, just questioning why, 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 a lot of why questions mm-hmm. for things that sometimes as adults we take for granted. But even so, you know, what, what the irony of it is it was that we're not asking enough why questions in our businesses as entrepreneurs. So talk a little bit about what you've learned about being a dad yourself when you have your own child asking you those why questions. 
<laughs> that is so funny. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, the, the lessons you learn from little kids. Um, and um, my daughters are both, they're both, like, they're both like wicked. Chris, are you up in Boston? I'm in Connecticut, but, I'm, have, but closer to New York. You have yeah, Connecticut. Because I, I hear it, it almost sounds like there's a little Boston twang. And what I was going to say is I was going to say, you know, up in Boston, they say wicked. And they, my kids are both kind of wicked smart. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, so I, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of stories. Um, these are kind of fun. So my, my daughter, Lexi, is the very best person that I have ever met at making money. This girl is nine years old. She's actually eight and a half. And she attracts money like nobody I've ever met, ever, in my life. She finds money everywhere. Um, you know, I come and pick her up, and she, she finds money on the ground. She goes to the supermarket. The first thing that she does is she goes to anywhere where there's change, and she puts her hand there, and she grabs the change that nobody grabs. Right? She looks so, so we, go to, um, <laughs> we go to Disneyland a couple years ago, and we walk in. She finds a $20 bill. Right? And she grabs it. Hey, Dad, look at this. Cool. We get on the main street. She finds a $5 bill. The entire day, she's just finding money. <laughs> End of the day, we're in this ride, Big Thunder Mountain. And I love this ride. She loves it. We always have fun on this ride. And when you get in these rides, on the back of the seat, there's a, there's a pocket where you can put your change or your glasses or hat so it doesn't fall off. And so what does was, was Lexi do? First thing she does, she gets on the ride. She pulls the pocket back, and she sweeps her hand through there. And she just comes out with a bucket of money, right? So I start laughing. And by the way, to her, this is just normal, right? To me, I, I, I crack up every time I see it. So I said, Lexi, I said, Lexi, how is it, what is it about you? How is it that you are so good at attracting money? And she looked at me and she said, Dad, it's simple. It's what I look for. And so the question that I have for you is what is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're seeking? Because whatever you're seeking is also seeking you. And is the thing that you're focused on consistently the thing that's driving you in the direction that you want to go? Now, my other daughter, her name is Lily. And Lily, so I do this thing, a father-daughter thing every year. And I take my girls, um, and we each do our own overnight. And I let them pick the place, and... Um, it's kind of like, well, what I do is I focus on, like, so we have school coming up in a couple of weeks, so we're going to do that um, either this weekend or the following weekend, and what we do is we focus on a theme, and it's going to be our theme for the school year, and the first time I ever did this, I did, did this with Lily, and at the time, there was a movie out called Brave. It was a Disney movie, and the main character was named Merida, and she was an archer, and so Lily had the costume, and she had the the, you know, the little arching bow thing and all that kind of stuff, bow and arrow. So when I took her, you know, we created a theme. And Meredith used to talk about, you know, believing. And so I, our theme was whatever you see and you dream, you can achieve. But here's the thing. Meredith's theme was practice, practice, practice. So our whole thing was you can dream it, but you have to practice, practice, practice. That was our theme. So I get to the hotel early, and I got these cardboard boxes. And it was like nothing, right? I got these cardboard boxes, and I laid them out. And I got a piece of paper, and I made this little target, and I put it on the wall. And so a big surprise was that we were going to play, like, this game. And we were going to get behind. She was really young at the time. And we were going to get behind these boxes, and that was our castle. And we were going to shoot at the target, right, the bad guys. So 
Anyway, we start this thing, and Lily starts to shoot, and she'd miss, and she'd miss, and she'd miss from behind the thing. And then she would take her, her bow and her arrow, and she would get around, she'd get away from the boxes that I set up, the castle, and she'd shoot, and she'd nail it. And I go, Lily, get in the box. And she'd go, no, 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 and boom, and she'd get out, and she'd shoot, she'd nail it. I go, Lily, get in the box. Third time, Lily, get in the box. And then finally, she gets all pissed off. And she takes her bow and arrow off her, and she throw them on the ground. And she goes, Dad, how can I ever hit my target if I'm stuck in a box? And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. Like, how true is that? How can any of us ever hit our target? How can we ever hit our goal if we're just so locked in or so stuck on what our strategy is, where our approach is on that, like, what, you know, what he used to call that stinking thinking, like, how do we ever hit our target? So the key is, you know, in life and in business, not only to have that goal and to have that target and to have that strategy and maybe start with the box, but understand how to be flexible and to get outside that thing and do whatever it takes for us to iterate so that we can nail our goal. Wow. That is, I mean, that's amazing. I love these stories today. And again, I, again, listeners, I encourage you to listen back on demand today, you know, again, Scott used three stories here, and I love this one with the kids because it is so, so true that we can apply this in our businesses, our personal lives, and it really makes things so much more clearer. And and I can relate, Scott, as I mentioned, I, you know, I have a, I have 11, well, my son's going on 11, he'll be 11 in November, but, you know, I can look back and, you know, and some of the things that questions that he used to ask, and, and I can look back how that applied to my business and made me really think. And you're right. You got to be, you can't be in a box. You have to be flexible. You know, especially we talked about technology and the way things are and things change on a dime. You know, you have to be able to adapt quickly and to adjust quickly. So, so, so true. And so um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, in terms of, you know, with the book, with Breakthrough and all the great things that, that have come out of that, what we've discussed today, what is your goal now with this book? What are you doing right now? You know, I know you're, you've been doing some uh, book signings and you've been touring, you know, promoting the book. What is the, the ultimate goal that you, you want to do with the book in terms of influencing entrepreneurs? Well, you know, my passion, my purpose, you know, is to help people to live their dreams through entrepreneurship. And so I use um, all of my platforms, whether it's television or online or radio, um, my, my weekly column on entrepreneur, my books, to help share with people strategies um, to enable them to do that, to help them to do that. And I offer a variety of training and coaching programs, masterminds and things like that. And you can find all of that on scottduffy.com. So S-C-O-T-T. D-U-F-F-Y.com, scottduffy.com. Um, and you can also follow me at Scott Duffy Media across all the different social channels at Scott Duffy Media. And, I, you know, I would love to connect. And, you know, one of the offers, um, Chris, I'll make to, to, to your listeners is this. If, you know, you would like help creating one breakthrough, um, what I will do is I'll make available through Chris a link to a calendar, and you can book a free 15-minute coaching session, and we'll just focus on one thing one breakthrough that we want to make, uh, that you want to make in your life and your business, and, and let's see let's see what we can do. No, absolutely. And again, you know, uh, listeners, we'll make sure that when Scott provides that, we'll post that as well on the Facebook page. Uh, we'll also share that so that way you could, uh, 
you know, uh, access it from there. And again, we encourage you to take advantage of uh, this offer that Scott's making. Scott, we still got some time because uh, we, we got about three and a half minutes before the end of the show. So I want to ask you one f- final question. You know, we talked about you've done some great work. You've, you know, obviously uh, Richard Branson bought a business from you. You've worked with G- the late, great Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. You know, you, you've talked to a lot of key influencers in our in, in, in the world. What name one person that really just just really stood out for you? One one entrepreneur innovator that just stood out for you uh, in terms of where you how you approach your business. Well, oh my gosh! I mean, they they all bring something you know different that stands out. Um, I think one person that um, um, I actually I, I I we're trying to connect today um, uh, that 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 had an impact was Nicole Arbor. So Nicole Arbor, uh, her videos have been seen by, you know, millions and millions and millions of people on YouTube and across social, and she's got millions of followers. And, and the way she did it was, you know, the way she started was she, she was going through a very difficult time herself, and instead of hiding from it, what she did is she started to talk about it and be really honest and really authentic about what she was experiencing and make videos. And, and what happened was, People connected with those things. You know, you see, you know, I see some people, you know, out there that, you know, talk about, you know, their fancy cars and their fancy this and their fancy whatever, all the successes that they've had and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes you look at that and it's just kind of hard to relate, you know. And the people that I find today that, that really connect and have impact are what, those that, that just tell it all, you know. You talk to me, I'm going to tell you about the good stuff. You line up all those fancy brands, you know, that you talk about when you introduce me. Sometimes I laugh inside because, man, it gets really friggin' hard. I've done everything from sell a company to the Virgin Group to being offered a job afterwards to selling pee. And we'll talk about that at a different time. You know, I mean, it's incredible in life, you know, what we all go through. And everybody has a story. But I think that the more authentically you tell your story, the more true you are, the more real you are, the more you have an opportunity to connect. And today, whether you're trying to sell a new product or service, whether you're trying to help teach somebody as a, as a coach or an author or whatever it is, the more authentic, the more real you can be, again, the more impact you have, the more lives you'll change. And, and that's, I think, where the magic really happens. And, and Nicole is one of those people that helped to show me that way. Wow, that's powerful. I mean, I've, you've, you've done some great things. I mean, the people that you've, you've you know, have gotten to know and work with and, and you know, what you've learned from them and, and how that really is you know, but yet still being who you are, you know, your authentic self, because you really made it an important part that we all have to be transparent. We all have our strengths and flaws. But again, you know, we're able to do such great things with the gifts that we have. And, you know, that's what sustainable success is all about. You know, we're all about, we're purpose-driven, we add value, and, you know, we understand that we're not perfect, but yet it's all about just showing up and, you know, and learning from, you know, what you had talked about today, applying the things that have worked and then putting it to, it to practice based upon who you are to really make a difference in our world. And I can't thank you enough today, Scott, for, for joining us, taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're on you're, you're all over the place. You're speaking. Uh, I know you've got a lot of great things coming up here in the next few months. And again, it was a honor to have you on the show today. And again, listeners, we always love that fact that you tune in each and every week to the show. Again, 
We're going to have an, another great guest coming up uh, next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, we highly encourage you to go out and buy Scott's book, Breakthrough, How to Harness the Aha Moments that Spark Success, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Reach out to Scott direct. Again, he's got that special offer that he mentioned to you that we'll be posting the link. And again, we want to thank everyone for joining us and have a great day. And we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.